VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm A.J. Hoffman with the sports betting headlines for Wednesday. Season on the line tomorrow. The Celtics holding tight as a four-point favorite for Thursday's Game 6. We'll try and land on one side of this game. No waffling. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Not since the Kobe Shaq Lakers has a North American sports team won three consecutive championships. That's what the Lightning hope to accomplish as they start the Stanley Cup Finals tonight against the Avalanche. The two-time defending champs, plus 150 underdogs to win the series. And the U.S. Open begins tomorrow morning. St. Rory McIlroy, 10-1, to 1, your favorite. The demonized Dustin Johnson, 28 to 1. We'll talk about where the value is. Here comes a full hour of Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell. No, RJ, I'm AJ Hoffman, live in Las Vegas, live on a Wednesday and live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. In studio with me, the only two-time, two-time winner 
the Westgate Super Contest. Mr. Steve Fezzik. Fez, how are you, my friend? whole lot of sports going on. I think I bet on nine different sports slash leagues just this week. Ooh, that is a lot. And late to pre-production because he had a uh, he had a, a meeting with a NFL win totals expert. Yes. We'll see if we can pull some of that knowledge that you gained out for the people. That's because that's what the goal is, right? We want to we want to help the people win. You know, wisdom of crowds, but you know what? Crowds are overrated. How about wisdom of true experts? Yes. That's that's what we're looking for. Uh, here's the deal. We talked a lot yesterday about Game 5 and the aftermath of Game 5. And we talked briefly about Game 6 between the Celtics and the Warriors. And the three of us here all kind of said the same thing. We, we kind of hemmed and hommed. We said, oh, maybe, you know, maybe there's too much home court advantage being given. But nobody had a strong opinion one way or the other no. on, on Game 6. So I thought today... Let's get to the bottom of this. Let's let's dig in a little deeper and find if, see if we can find an answer in this. So, here's what I did. I I found some statistics that are floating about out there and I want to know and I'll ask I, we'll all play this game, uh, Steve, McKenzie and myself. We will all decide if this is if this is noise, if this is just stuff that's floating around and really doesn't mean anything, maybe it's a small sample size, maybe it's a ridiculous number to look at anyway, or is this enough to really be actionable? Is this something that we should look at and go, oh, that's strong, mm. we need to believe in that. So let's let's go through some of these questions, and we'll just go around the horn, we'll have a little discussion, and we'll see if by the time this show is over we can land on something. Now, I want to remind the people as the show goes on, we've got some NFL conversation we're going to get into. We've got some NHL conversation and we do have some US Open conversation that we're going to get to. So we're going to touch all the bases, but we're starting here in the NBA. Let's start with the turnovers. And if you uh, have the internet, you now know that the Celtics are one in six in games where they turn the ball over 16 plus times. They're 13 and two when there's 15 or less. So apparently, 15 is the magical number. If you turn the ball over more than 15 times, you're dead. Less than 15, you're the best team in the league. Uh, let's see what's going on here. In the regular season, Boston was very average protecting the basketball. They were 13.6 turnovers per game, they were 13th in the league. Through the first three rounds, through the Eastern Conference playoffs, 14 turnovers per game. About the same. Mm -hmm. In these finals, 15.6 turnovers per game. So if you said 15.6 turnovers per game, if that was the regular season, they would be the second worst turnover team in the league. Only the Houston Rockets would be worse. Currently, the second worst team for the regular season was the Golden State Warriors. Hmm. Bad turnover. I mean, listen, the, the way they play, it's going to lead to more turnovers. They turn the ball over a lot. 14.9 times per game in the regular season. First three rounds, about the same, 14.8. In these finals, though, 13.2 times per game. They are protecting the basketball. That would make them ninth. So they would go from 29th to ninth, and Boston would go from 13 to 29th. So it, there's a, a flip-flop in, in these situations here. Is the pressure 
of the finals getting to this young Boston team and forcing mistakes is the experience of this Warriors team in this situation causing them to make fewer mistakes or is it just a bad five game run for the Celtics Steve we'll start with you I think it's predictive I think I test Boston is a team that it sure looks like they're just going to keep turning the ball over from what I see the playoff the intensity of the defenses ratchets upwards and Boston has not handled it well. Contrast that with Golden State. I think there's a whole lot of happy action fun time for them during the regular season, behind the back passes, shimmies, try for the spectacular play so we can be on Sports Center. And they've cleaned that up one play in particular. So I saw Clay and Steph on a, on a, a two-for-one. They actually messed up, but they didn't turn it over. They... Um, Went for a three, and Clay got covered. He pulled it back out. I don't remember them playing like that at all during the regular season. They're being more careful with the ball. McKenzie? I think it is predictive as well. Uh, let me start with the Celtics, because I don't think there's any explanation other than pressure and the Warriors have an elite defense that get a lot of deflections. So the fact that their turnovers have gone up from an already high clip makes sense to me. With the Warriors, I think I give Steve Kerr a lot of credit because – you mentioned happy action fun time with, with Fez. Uh, Fez mentioned that. That's not what they're doing. They're doing almost the opposite of what we've seen them do. They also did this against the Mavericks. They're giving Steph Curry the ball, and they're getting out the way. He's having more time on the ball per touch and more dribbles per touch than he's ever had before. And it's working because the Celtics don't have a way to uh, punish that the way they would if they were trying some of their off-ball stuff. And we are going to get into Steve Kerr's performance in these playoffs. I, I, I think this is Steve Kerr's best playoff performance, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. McKenzie's got some reasons. I've got some reasons. Uh, I, I also think this is predictive. I think I mentioned yesterday the fatigue, I think, that's laying on these Celtics, particularly the high-usage guys, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And I do think that the pressure of this moment, I, I think there's something to a team who's been there and done that, not making the foolish mistakes that a team who's playing with the weight of the world on their shoulders right now. If, if Listen, if the Warriors lose this series, they're, they're still a dynasty. <laughs> if the Celtics lose this series, they continue to be a team that can't get over the hump. Buffalo Bills. Exactly. So uh, I, I agree that we all are in consensus that this is predictive. All right, let's move to Steph Curry. I don't know if you heard, if you guys heard this, Steph Curry didn't make a three in the last game. Since 2013, there have been nine instances of Steph Curry not making a three-pointer in a game. In his next game, he has gone 46% from three, 4.4 threes made per game. Is this just, is that what Steph does? Or is him coming off a poor shooting night, is that a motivating factor for him? By the way, his total for threes made in game six set at four and a half. Steve? The bounce back is predictive. Makes a lot of sense. Kerr and company off of a bad shooting night. What are we going to do? We're going to run some specific sets to get uh, the open three for Steph to get him going. And I would expect that he will more than likely have success from three in game six. Mackenzie Rivers? I disagree. I think it's a nine-game sample. And you look at threes made per game, 4.4 over this whole since 2013 stretch. And in these nine games, exactly 4.4. I think it's a credit to Steph Curry that he's not doing anything differently, but I don't think he's doing anything differently in these next games. I tend to agree with McKenzie on this one. I, I think Curry, and this is, I think, the beauty of Steph Curry if he goes 0 for 9, his motto is going to be the same. If he goes 11 for 12, keep 
shooting. Mm-hmm. And Steph Curry will always shoot. I, I mean, I, th- I think that they're smart to put the number at four and a half. Uh, I certainly wouldn't look to play it under coming off that game. So I do believe that he, he's, he's due to have a good showing from three just because – it's it's much more rare for him to have a night like he did, you know, in game five than for him to have a six three game. Sure. So I, I don't know that this is predictive, but I do think that he's going to certainly be a very, very willing shooter. Speaking of shooting, question three, we'll talk about the free throws in these finals. Similar to the turnovers, Boston. In the regular season, the second best free throw shooting team in the league, 82%. In the Eastern Conference playoffs, they were 81%, about the same. In these finals, they're 73%. 73% would be the second worst in the NBA, again, behind the Houston Rockets. Not a great season for those Rockets. So they go from the second best in the regular season the second worst now in these finals. Golden State, on the other hand, pretty steady. They're up 2% from their regular season number. They're a a good, not fantastic free throw shooting team, which is odd when you consider Steph, Clay, and Jordan Poole all excellent free throw shooters. They they shoot about 77% in the regular season. In these finals, they're shooting about 79%. Is this an example of pressure and fatigue getting to Boston, or is this a bad five-game shooting run for the Celtics? Bad five-game shooting run. Let's face it, the pressure that the Celtics faced in both the Milwaukee series and the Miami series eclipsed what they faced so far in the finals. They've been fine in the finals until really right now, where they've um, you know been ahead in the finals. There's no reason to think that the pressure would have caused that 73%. And bottom line is, you're shooting free throws. You're not being guarded. I expect... They were successful in Miami and against Milwaukee. They'll go right back to shooting 80% the rest of this series. Mackenzie Rivers? I do think it's predictive when you talk about the pressure combined with the fatigue. Jason Tatum specifically, you talked about it, great stats, most minutes, most games You know, since his rookie year. He played 168 games where he shot at least six free throws. Monday, game five, was the only time he missed more than three. So one out of 168 Seems like it can't be just random chance. It seems like the pressure or the fatigue or both is getting to him. And a possibility. I truly feel that Tatum may have an injury that we don't know about. It's entirely possible. I, I agree with McKenzie, though. And I, I again, for the same reason as turnovers, I pointed this out yesterday. I think fatigue is a real factor for, for Jason Tatum. And I, I think when you think about the pressure for a, and you said the pressure hasn't been bad. Listen, when you're in the NBA finals, there's pressure every game, I think, especially if you're a team that hasn't won it yet. With For the Warriors, they've been playing with house money. Like I said, if they lose this finals, it doesn't change the fact that the Warriors have been a dynasty, one of the best dynasties of our of, of my lifetime. I, I agree with that. But when you were up 1-0 and 2-1 in the series, you can't say that the Celtics had this crushing pressure on them to win those games. Let's go to Clay Thompson. Game six, Clay. In 12 career game sixes, Clay averages just a hair under 21 points per game. from the field, 50% from three. And that nickname stems back to 2016, the Western Conference Finals against Oklahoma City, where Golden State came back from a 3-1 deficit. In game six, 41 points, a then record, 11 threes made, 19 points in the fourth quarter, erasing an eight-point deficit. Of course, the Warriors go on to win that, that series. 
is Game 6 Clay a real force, or is 12 games, again, too short of a sample size to buy into? His total for threes made in Game 6 set at 3.5. His total for points set at 20.5. Steve? Clay's going to have another big game. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Sometimes, as a human being, it gets reinforced enough and you have enough success that you just believe it and you know it to be true. I'll, I'll go back to like in 2008, 2009, I had monster runs in tournaments, sports betting tournaments. And I got to the point where I was just like, all I got to do is get even against a field of 300. If I have a tie for the lead, I'm winning, you know, because I had won, you know, so many of these contests, five of them. And it just became self-fulfilling. And you know what? Then when you stop winning them for a while, hmm, not so much. So uh, Clay still has that game six all over his resume. I think he'll come up big. McKinley? Doesn't hurt that he's had a few huge game sixes so far in these playoffs. I think it's predictive for a slightly different reason. I think the Celtics staff, just like most staffs, are worried so much about Steph, and that's increased as the series has gone on. You look at games five, six, and seven, much better scoring for Clay than games th- uh, two, three, and four. So I, don't, I think it is predictive. I don't know if it's confidence, like you're saying, or if it's the way that they're, they're treating the Warriors. I agree with you guys. I don't know which one it is. But I think there's enough uh, enough data here that says, and I do think what McKenzie said is is true. A lot of attention goes to Steph in these situations, and what's that do? That leaves Clay open, and and if you give me a guy with an open look, Clay Thompson's probably the first guy I'm picking. You know, he's standing over there by himself. It's you'd be hard pressed to pick anybody but him. So I think Game Six Clay a real factor. All right, here's where we get down to the. The nuts and bolts of it. This may this may make us a decision on this game six. Road teams with a chance to close out, like the Warriors, they're up three two. In game six, sixty seven and thirty nine against the spread since two thousand three. That is sixty three percent. They are eleven and two against the spread since twenty nineteen. The Warriors themselves. Five and one when they're up three to two in the Kerr era, four and one in that stretch on the road in this situation. Does the cushion of knowing that you can afford to lose a game and have home court to close out the next game, does it actually work in favor of the team with the lead? Yes. And I thought about this long and hard, and this has actually led me to looking at Golden State in game six, where you know, the marketplace prices that home team must win situation. It it juices the point spread up and we see a juice point spread. Golden State so far has played better than Boston in this finals. Yet Boston is laying four in game six. Uh, there's a point spread tax being um, associated with the must win. And there's a whole lot of pressure on the Celtics because of the must win as well. Those numbers are overwhelming when in doubt, you back the road team, you know, up 3-2 to close it out. McKenzie? I ran this through my binomial distribution calculator. 63% over 106 games. What would happen if it was a random coin flipping coins? About 0.4%. About 1 in 250 times this would happen by chance. I don't think it's by chance. I think one team has max pressure going into game six. That's the team about to potentially end their season. I feel like the Warriors are playing with a little bit of house money in this case. And again, I'm with you guys. And I also go back to one of these teams. There's a lot more pressure on the Celtics to win this than there is the Warriors. They are the younger team. They are the team that hasn't won. The I think the Warriors are playing with a lot of house money right now. So I, I, 
listen, if, if you force me to take a side in this game, it's, it's going to be the Warriors. By the way, Mackenzie and I are going to flip 100 coins right after the show and see if we can <laughs> flip 64 heads, and we're just going to keep going. We might be here all night before it happens. All right, we're going to, on the other, we're going to take our first break. Fez has a 10-to-1 ticket on the Celtics. We're going to figure out what to do with that now if you're in his shoes. We're also going to talk about Steve Kerr and his performance in these playoffs. First, he's Steve Fezzik, Mackenzie Rivers. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home, and you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash crshow. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. If you speak out against the words, then the heavens go. 
I'm AJ Huffman. We are straight out of Vegas, and this is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. That's because of you spreading the word. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas. Here on the strip, 99 degrees. A cool front's blown through. The neon is. Bubbling. Bubbling, says Steve. All right. Steve Fezzik joining us here in studio. And if you recall, I guess it was a couple weeks ago, Steve gave out Boston 10 to 1. If I'm not mistaken, McKenzie, was this when they were down 3 2 to the Bucks yes. or to the Heat? Right. No, it to was the to the Bucks. It was to yeah. the Bucks. Down two. So he gets, he gets 10 to 1. And man, you have to feel good. They get through that Bucks series, they get through the Heat series. You've got to feel on top of the world with that 10 to 1 until today. This is probably the first time you've been saying, ugh, not so great. thinking about it. And you know, we're going to pull back the curtain on how pros hedge, because pros don't like hedging. And, and remember, I like Boston. I'm pro Boston. So why do I want to bet against Boston? Is it life changing money? No. Is it a nice ticket? Yes. Boston, one unit to win 10. But if I have an opportunity to bet Golden State selectively, where there's value, why not? Why not do that and protect my bets some? Now, the series odds, I don't like that. Golden State's minus 370. No way do I want to try to lock in a no. profit playing a minus 370. But, you know, you overwhelming in the first segment, we talked about these Game 6 teams, uh, they do very well closing out the series. Just blindly a team up 3-2 on the road. You want to bet on them, you cash 63% of the time. Boom, I'm on board. I think that the spread is inflated. I think these are two basically equal teams, and Boston somehow is laying four home courts, not worth four in Boston. So I'm going to go ahead and bet two units on Golden State plus four. Now, I don't know if it's that strong of a bet. I think it's probably going to cash maybe 53% of the time, and that normally wouldn't be good enough maybe to get me to the window. But now I like my portfolio because if Golden State goes ahead and close out the series and win, boom, I make some money from my Boston bet. I lose a unit and I pick up two. And in best-case scenario, the Celtics win by two points. We can fiddle in the middle. Boston can stay alive, win the game outright. I can cash the Golden State plus four exactly. And right. you've got real options before game seven as well to, to even hedge again. That's right. I'm not disappointed if I drop my 2.2 units on my Golden State bet because then game seven, I'm one game away with Boston at 10-1, to 1, and I got options again and can evaluate what I want to do with it at that point in time, recognizing that I will be down 2.2 units already. Uh, McKenzie and I discussed today off the air, we were talking about Steve Kerr and the, the coaching job he's done. And McKenzie, you've got some things on offense that Steve Kerr's done that have really impressed you. Yeah, I mentioned it briefly in the first segment. Why are they limiting their turnovers when they're usually a high turnovers team? Because they're playing a very different style. They're giving the ball to Steph Curry. Steph Curry. And if you look at uh, like Chris Paul for something, a traditional point guard, he has about six seconds, six and a half seconds per touch, leads the league. Steph Curry's usually around four seconds. He's usually give it and give it up to somebody else because I'm running to the corner. I'm getting open again. Not in this series. This series is almost at six seconds. He's almost like a traditional point guard handling the ball, and it's working. One turnover in game five, that's why they won the game. I've been really impressed with what Steve's, Steve Kerr has done defensively in this series, especially as the series has gone on. If you remember early in the series, the, the Warriors were getting beat up uh, by like the, the Celtics were hunting the weak spot. Hmm. And typically the weak spot has been, when Jordan pulls on the floor, it's him. 
when Steph Curry's on the floor, it's been him. And that's it. they've tried to put put them in a bad situation, which is typically guarding Jason Tatum, where it's just a terrible mismatch. So the adjustment that they made in Game 5 was they were pre-switching. And, and Jalen Brown brings the ball up. And instead of Curry being on Marcus Smart, they had him on Robert Williams, on Time Lord. And how, you're saying... Well, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. How's Steph Curry going to guard their seven-footer? That's not going to work out. Well, here's here's how it works out. Instead of Curry being on Marcus Smart, who would then typically make a screen, and then it would leave Jason, it leave Jason Tatum on Steph Curry. Now the switch is Andrew Wiggins to Otto Porter, Otto Porter to Andrew Wiggins, and now Jason Tatum's having to drive on a good defender, mm. his own size leading to turnovers leading to mistakes and you're not be, i mean time lord's not going to punish you necessarily he's not an offensive threat what you want to do is take away the high usage guys like we're saying things like that 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 tatum curry mismatch that the celtics had had their way with in the first three games Kerr adjustment that goes away now we're going to see if Ime Udoka can make an adjustment i don't know but i do think if the if the warriors go on to win this this would be Steve Kerr's best coaching job. And it's easy to say, you know, his first season when they were 24 to 1, because he took a long shot team and won. But now that we've seen the whole big picture and we know that that 24 to 1 team, that was the opening shot of a mm -hmm. dynasty versus this, which, it, let's face it, not many people thought that this iteration of the Warriors was going to do it. They've, they've been bad. They missed the playoffs the last two years. They, they dealt with consistent injuries to their top three guys all season long. I think if they win this, they close this out, this is the best Steve Kerr coaching job. Do you agree, McKenzie? I do. I mean, just talk about Jordan Poole. Least minutes of any series, yet he's been as effective. The rotations, making the right decisions, Kerr's done an A-plus job. 11-1 to one to start the season, and even late in the season, right around 9-1 to one to contrast that when they're to when they're Dynasty years when they're laying minus 180 versus the yeah. field, and they haven't they haven't even had to sweat. I mean, so far, not there hasn't been one series where they've been in trouble. And they've certainly not been. They've not had their backs against the wall, you know. And it's a. I think it's a, a great credit. Obviously, these players and Steph Curry has been phenomenal, but it's easy to credit the players. I I think Steve Kerr, a guy who doesn't get enough credit because he's got great tools to work with. I think this would be his finest coaching job uh all right we are going to talk some nfl be sure to catch live editions of straight out of vegas weekdays at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific all right uh we talked about win totals the way we want to get at this and last year we liked nfc unders this year, AFC unders. Tell us why. And here's why. There's two reasons why we like unders. So the NFL, every team plays 17 games. So the average number should be eight and a half for each and every team when we sum them up. But you know what? People like to bet on their teams, not against their teams. So inevitably, when you look at the average, and I just ran all the numbers here locally in Vegas, it's slightly higher than eight and a half for each and every team. So if I had to bet every single team, do I want over or do I want under? I'm going to look to play under because of this bias that the numbers are too high. Further, there can be a tie, and oftentimes there is a tie each and every year. All the more reason the average actually should be a little bit below 8.5. Great. I'm looking to play games, teams to go under. 
But I also this year want to look to play AFC teams under why? Because the AFC teams only get eight true home games. Jacksonville only gets seven, by the way. And that's never reflected enough when the math geeks do their strength of schedule because they just say, what are the 17 teams I have to play? And they forget, oh, that's right. I've got to play that extra road game as well. So I am sure my portfolio this year, where will I have the biggest bets? select AFC teams to go under their season wins. And do we have one in particular that you're looking at today? We do. We are going to go. Here's the consensus. The Houston Texans, the lowest number on the AFC board at four and a half. You can get that minus 110 right now at the Westgate. I think that's one fine wager. That's a best bet for me. AJ, you're from Houston. What do you think? Uh, that was one of my favorites last year, and I'm with you again. I, I think there is there is an inordinate amount of love for Davis Mills that I just don't get. Davis Mills played like two good games last year and was a total donkey the rest of the season. And everyone's like, oh, this guy's really putting it together, really putting it together. I, I just don't know that I see it. And maybe, maybe he proves me wrong, and if he does, good on him. But the fact that they didn't address quarterback this year, they said, nope, we're, we're rolling with Davis Mills again. I'm not bullish on the Texans. Very good. So we got consensus on Houston under four and a half for all the naysayers out there. They're like, I'm making this way too simplistic, just looking to play unders. Well, I did play in the Westgate Super Contest um, season win contest last year. I did go 23, 7 and 2, good for $6,500 and second place. And I played 32 teams. I played 24 of them to go under. Ooh. Yeah, how far behind the first place guy were you? You know, I do not know. And no doubt the first place guy is listening right now and saying that Fez is a donkey. I what a dope. Uh, yeah, Fez is my lady friend. All right. We are going to take our final break. And we, when we come back, we're going to have some time to talk about the Stanley Cup finals, which get underway tonight. And the U.S. Open, which gets underway tomorrow. Two best bets coming. Two best bets coming your way. From that's Steve Fezzik. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Rice or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. 
Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is Straight Out of Vegas. All right, tonight, about an hour and 15 minutes away from the puck drop. We don't, let's face it, we don't talk a lot of hockey on this show. I can't see the puck. Is it there? It's there. <laughs> Everyone can see it but me. It's always there. It'd be really hard to play the game if they didn't have it. Uh, Can't they make it bigger? Yeah, <laughs> like football size, basketball size. Uh, listen, again, I, not, no one on this show is going to claim to be an expert on hockey. So what I am going to do is, is present a question that I think is fair. The defending two-time defending champions... The Tampa Bay Lightning, money's coming in on them. They're now plus 145 to win the series, uh, but they are still underdogs. I look at this situation. The, the Avalanche has been very good over the last several years, probably the best team in the league over the last four years regular season, but have been a playoff disappointment. How different is this series from the one we're watching in the NBA right now? One team's been there, done it a bunch of times, hmm. relying on playoff experience. The other team, they keep getting to, keep getting close, but not showing up in the at the end, not getting to the big dance. Now the fin- they finally get to the big show. Do we expect anything different? Is that a fair comp? 
Yes, except for this one big difference. The team with all the experience and success in the NBA was the favorite. That's true. And here on the ice, the team that's won 11 straight series, they're getting almost plus 150. You don't see that every day. Now, they do have the extra home game. So they are, and but we talked about it, and that that was maybe why they were looking at it uh, in the NBA. That's maybe why the Warriors were favored. For the most part, the market seemed to think the Warriors and Celtics were about even teams. Does this feel like home ice can't be worth that much? It isn't. So this is a this is them saying, listen, the Avalanche are clearly clearly better. And Scott Seinberg, who was on the show with us yesterday, was saying. Vasilevsky may be the difference maker. Tampa Bay's goaltending is phenomenal. They have the best goalie in the world. As it, you know, the the Avalanche were still talking about. Ah, we're not sure who's going to start in goal for us game one. That doesn't make me want to to back a team as a favorite who doesn't know who their goalie is going to be the night before the game and. Like it, the other team's got the best goalie in the world. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It doesn't, and the market's saying it doesn't make a lot of sense because this has been, frankly, a one-way train in terms of the line moves uh, for not just Game 1 but for the series where Colorado opened up as big as a 2-1 to favorite, and all we're seeing is money on Tampa, the underdog, to win the series, and money on Tampa Game 1. Yeah, the Kobe Shaq Lakers, the last NBA team to three-peat, the the late 90s, early 2000 Yankees, the last MLB team, uh, the early 70s Islanders. That's how far you got to go back for a three-peat in the NHL. So the Lightning will get underway in their attempt to do that tonight. But like I said, they'll do it as underdogs. And Steve, you have a best bet in this in this game tonight. That's right. I'm going to go ahead and play a team total. I'm going to play Colorado under three and a half goals. So they've got to score under three and a half, got to lay minus 140. This dovetails nicely with what my experts are telling me. So Scott and other uh, hockey experts are saying, we like Tampa Bay game one. Other guys I'm speaking with say, you know, I'm looking towards the under here. I think that this total, which is six, big to the over, it's 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 a little too high based on all these high-scoring Colorado games we've seen throughout the playoffs. So if we're leaning to the under and we're liking Tampa Bay, well, then we want to fade Colorado in terms of how many goals they'll score. Thus, best bet, Colorado Avalanche, under three and a half goals, minus 140. I like it quite a bit. All right, the 2022 U.S. Open begins tomorrow and according to brooks kepka it'll be under a black cloud uh the live black crowd black cloud that brooks kepka claims the media has put on the u.s open up there in massachusetts and the favorite is the the champion of the pga the defender of their honor mr rory mcelroy 10 to 1 he is your favorite dustin johnson Boo, the bad guy, Darth Vader, Dustin Johnson, 28 to 1. I know for television purposes, I think that that's the best pairing on on Sunday. Like that'd be the ideal situation. Something tells me we're not going to get that. Like one one or both of these guys is going to just have a disastrous tournament and there's going to be a lot of I told you so and you know, the ultimate turn would be these two guys create their own tour and they just play heads up every week. <laughs> I'd watch it. Who, who would back it? <laughs> well, like it would have to be some, some. It would maybe be the Russian government backing it is the only way it could get crazier. Uh, but 
Scott uh, the, Justin Thomas eleven to one, John Rahm also eleven to one, Scotty Scheffler fourteen to one, Xander Shoffley sixteen to one, and we have a, a podcast here at pregame uh, with Will Doctor and James Ledbetter, who I, it came out today. You can find it under the RJ Bell's Dream Preview uh, podcast feed. Go give it a listen, subscribe, subscribe. But I listened to them today. They were talking about how this course, the greens are extremely small, which means Putting matters less. The, put, putting always matters, but it matters less because there's not going to be a lot of these 40, 50 foot putts to sink. What matters is are you going to be good off the tee? Are you good on approach? And the, the US Open wants to de Brysonize their tournament. They don't want you to be able to wait what they call bomb and gouge, which basically means. Hit it as far as you can. It goes in the rough. Who cares? You're going to knock it out. You'll be up. You're going to you're going to have a birdie. Mm-hmm. They're not going to allow that anymore. Well, they're not going to. They they're designing the courses to not allow that anymore. So off the tee matters. That's going to lead to my best bet. I played off of James Ledbetter in this. This was one of his plays. I, I listened to him. I did a little of my own research and, and found some interesting stuff on it. Tony Finau top ten plus three thirty. And Tony is one of a handful of guys in this field that's top 20 in the tour off the tee and in approach. His, so putting is kind of his weakness, but his last two events, second at the RBC Canadian last week, fourth at the Charles Schwab, he gained over nine strokes on the green in those tournaments. So for a guy whose putting was the big question mark, well, guess what? Now it looks like it's fixed a little bit. We already know he's good on approach. We already know he's good off the tee. So I said, all right, let's look at his, his history in the majors. Since 2018, Tony Finau, 17 majors played, nine top 10 finishes, plus 330. It seems like great value to me. What do you think? I fully endorse this, and I love every aspect of this. AJ doesn't know golf. He knows people that do know golf. So he consults with them. He he takes a look at their notes, and then he picks out, cherry picks, a great best bet. I also love the fact you're not looking for the needle in the haystack. Finau doesn't win, bottom line. He doesn't win the championship, but he certainly Winds up in the top 10 at more than 3-1. to one. Tony Finau looks like outstanding value. Finished top 10. Yeah, what I've learned is when you're playing golf, play head-to-head matchups. Play top 10s. Play top 20s. If you're saying the only way I win is if this guy wins, it's a, it's kind of a lottery ticket. It's going to be hard to cash multiple tickets. Yes. Yeah, it really is. All right, if you missed any of today's show, including our game that helped us decide, is this real or not? To help us decide who is going to win Game 6, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. Back tomorrow, 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. He's Steve Fezzik. That's Mackenzie Rivers. I'm A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality 
potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.